this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Everybody, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> Serena's gonna join us shortly. She had to, I think she had to barbecue something. Yeah, so, she was like, I'm bringing food. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so uh, let's just jump right into Michael's spotlight. Ooh, who's our friend? It's it's me. Hey guys. So I got a fun little spotlight of a very yeah a very good dear. friend. Friend. Yeah, this is, um, if you watch the uh, Mists of Elixia campaign done by Zeal Zaddy, I'm also in that campaign, and one of the players, his, he plays Vezran, his person name is, oh. is Morgan, and he runs this company called Mind Flayer Mondays. Of course, oh my gosh. Uh, and isn't... what he does is he'll run... If, if, so, so say you have a problem where all of you want to play, but none of you want a GM. Boom. You can pay him to do that. It's actually pretty cheap. Go. It's like fifteen dollars an hour, and then fifteen after. There we go. So, um, and here we go. He's run. I know he's run professional campaigns before. Mm-hmm. Um, you found his got a side up going. Yeah, I have okay. it going. Yeah. Yeah. So Mindplay Mondays at Mind Mindplay Mon on on Twitter and uh, he, yeah, and like like Tiffy said, he has a a great business. DMs for hire. We're actually hiring him, so we can all play. Yeah. In, in our I house. It's yeah. yeah okay. It's perfect for just like if you want to play a game, but like I don't know, it's hard to find a DM because like I don't know, it's a lot of work. Yeah, or if you're like that eternal GM, where like people won't always want you to do it because you're actually willing to do it, you can just be like, let's hire someone for a little while mm-hmm. and see yeah, how that feels. Yeah. And it's great because they they do. Uh, published stuff they're welcoming to all different like experience levels to like new players to more experienced players and they do it all online yeah um morgan's very versed in dungeons and dragons he's played every single version oh really yeah he's played every single one what are his opinions on fourth edition um i asked him to explain fourth edition to me and he said take like the mechanics of like so at the time it came out wow was like really big and 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 so like they have all these like timers and dots and stuff and so like the the research of the coast was like oh let's take wow which has all of these things and abilities you need to keep track of and put it on paper and then he was like that's a horrible idea because you have to keep track of everything, and that's just Usually difficult. The computer does that. That's what the computer's for, yeah, and yeah. so then five is the good, uh, the good from three point five, the good from four, and then that's how they made five. So that's like how he explained four to me, because I was like, why does everyone hate four? And he's like, well, because These it's hard. Guys. It's and like stupidly hard. <laughs> Anyways, so like, not only does he have his business of mind uh, with his DMs for hire, but he also like has shirts for yep. his. I'm wearing one. 
Yeah, I'm wearing one as well. Ooh, wow. Ooh. So. Beware the smiling DM. And these different TV. colors, which always makes me happy. Yeah. And like they're like super soft. They are. They're decent. Oh, that's good. They're a good price too. Yeah, I'm only like, picky about how soft my shirts are. Yeah, exactly. He sells on uh, on Redbubble too. Yeah. He has he has stuff on Redbubble, which is very nice. And he has stuff on the DMs Guild. So he has like sub races and subclasses. Yep. All on there. I bought his siphon I one. Anyway. I'm like looking at that like wand slinger. For the road, yeah, you know? like that sounds really good. Cool. Morgan's cool. He has like seven children, so support him. <laughs> he yeah. has many mouths to feed. Yeah, check check out his stuff. He has a lot of great stuff for whatever you need. Yeah. Again, that is Mindflayed Mondays. Mindflayed Mondays at Mindflayed Mon on Twitter. I think it's Mindflayed Mon. Mon. Yeah, I think that's how he says. Mon. That's Mon. how he says it. I think. Mon. I just think of Digimon. Oh, true, yeah. Digimon. Okay, so... Oh, yeah. <clears throat> we're gonna... We're gonna jump in, guys. <gasps> whoa, whoa! Look at that! Look, she's just been right there this entire time! She's so sneaky! We've been there for two minutes, guys! Hi! Well, I've been sharing the screen and just spouting out words! I didn't see her sneak in! My... I sneak in and I had to sneak in my giant dice. Oh. <laughs> My uh, passive perception is an eight. Wait, can I see the symbol in the front? It looks a lot like the dice bag my mom just bought my husband. Wait, that's the same one! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I, have, I have one like that, too. Mine's, that's uh, all the different pockets. Mine's, yeah. mine's orange. I love that dice bag. Yeah. And the exact amount of pockets that I can separate every single one of the, of the polyhydral die, and I'm so happy because my OCD's like... I can find you oh when gosh. I need you, and I don't have to. No. You're not lost in a. Not gonna lie, I had a great time just like sitting down with my dice. I was like, ah, all of my D4s over They're here, over all of my D8s over here. Oh boy. It's exciting, oh, and Mari's brought it on the little I'm just the I'm just the heathen that like stores them in like I I need like multiple bags because I'm like oh I play here I play there I play everywhere oh you also have a bag I have a cute little bag that I got from I bought from a friend there's no organization inside at all it's just it's chaos inside. But, yeah. See, Michael's gonna kind of show his arm now. <laughs> I know. I mean, like we're all talking about I bags. Know. See, nice see, mine's orange. Good. One of my friends, he has been doing Dungeons and Dragons for so long. He has an entire plastic bin crate just full of dice, and Whoa. he's like, if anyone ever comes into my house with the excuse that they can't play D and D because they don't have dice, I lead them to this giant clear crate where they can leave in window shop. And they get to take it home because I have nothing but dice. They get oh, to take them home. I pass them on to you. Please. <laughs> Please. <It's laughs> I have so many. <laughs> I can't. Well, there's a bag full of dice here. There should be a set in there. It's a rosé. It was important to be prepared. It's, it's so hefty. I have too many dice. <laughs> That's why I just have my Ellie dice right here. Alright. Yeah, I have my, I have my, my dice for Chaos Always out, so I don't have to dig my bag and find it yeah. right there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically separated my LA dose. I don't know. I like having character dose. I do too. I have like, yeah. I have like yeah, three sets. Did you have an earring you can have, Michael? An LA earring? Oh, I, oh yeah, I do, but it's like all the way. It's gotta go look fabulous. Give us 
second. We have to. Okay, so since we like talked about these dice bags, where do we get them? Amazon. Oh, cool. Amazon. Just get them from Amazon. All right. Great Amazon. I was from a shop. I think his name is Inertia Raptor. That's the name of the creator. Inertia Raptor. That's where I got this nice bag from. Oh. Come on, fabulous bag. I buy local, okay? Yes, it's good to buy local. You want to support the small people. That's why we do spotlights. Support small creators. We are also small. I feel bad because I, I told Michael to go get him here and now he's never going to come back. He's, he's coming back right he's now. Back. You got more dice already, honey? Nope. He's putting on his there earrings. Yeah. So beautiful. Bling, bling. Your re represents your flowering hair. I know, exactly. All right, let's 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 go in. Yeah. All right, all right, let's dive in. I'm ready. Yeah. So last time, you guys, um, basically, right right now, you guys. Sorry, I'm tired. The party rescued Aravan, who is Trina's brother, um, but not without Luna's new condition rearing its ugly head. She forcibly shifted to her large uh, feral wolf. Um, they uh, did battle with the strange sort of uh, wood wooden like bone. Yeah, they're like men. Wooden skeletons. Wooden skeleton type skeleton. thing. They were skeletons held together by yeah, like, like wood, root and rooted vine. branch. Um, and so they fought those things. They got airmen out of the basically armored carriage. She and I very briefly discussed the grocery list. We had a little bit of a tip before I, I tossed her. Sorry about oh. that. <laughs> <laughs> we had a very brief discussion about the grocery list, and it did not last long, and it ended with one of us falling off. <laughs> yeah. Then, um, after that, um, the, the carriage, like, just kept going, because it was enchanted to keep going forward. Um, Luna, um, reverted back to herself, but not, uh, but she needed, basically by the power of friendship, because Ellie, um, called her back. Um, and so, then you guys regrouped. I hugged her, and she heard you. Heard me. Through the you hugged her back to goodness. Yeah, hugged her back Aww. to goodness. So you guys now have uh, like a couple of horses. Uh, you re you regrouped with the arcade boys and Celiana. We have a huge group right now. There's like ten people. What is this, Lord of the Rings? We're <laughs> we're gonna keep all of them. So we have Kiara, we have Aravan, we have Orator, we have Siliana, we have Kianthi, Ellie, Luna, Farius, Canaris, and Narte. So, um, you guys, I think I'm pretty sure if um, you guys um, decided to go to Moralamur, which is the next town. Uh, Ellie shifted into a horse, so for the sake of brevity, we'll say with six horses, you managed to fit everyone on, some of you doubling up, um, and I don't think the Arcane Boys would have shifted yet because it's still daytime, so. Um, you guys come and ride, you guys just go along the path, and um, probably about like another hour, you guys get back to, you get to the edge of town. You can see um, civilization starting to, sh to show. Um, as uh, 
the the boys stop and um, you Ellie one of them goes and talks to you because they know you can um, you can talk to them are they talking to me as a horse yes they're talking to you no, you're a horse, and they're different animals. Okay, we'll see. I always imagine that all animals are different. There's a common animal. There's there's common, and then there's animal common. Yeah. Um. We'll see which one uh will. So, Farius is the one that shifts out. He does. He looks very uncomfortable in this light. You can see him like, like immediately looks like shade his eyes, and he's just like, and he just sort of like points over to like where there's like a little bit more shade and under the forest. Uh, you go over there, and he says, "All right, so in towns." In towns like these, people usually are active after midday and through onto midnight. That way, the do the nocturnal and diurnal de denizens can mingle. Since it's late afternoon, the town would probably be awake but still work. It's also very common for our cranials to be animals, such as. And I don't know if you can see why he's like <laughs> hitting the sunlight. Um, so it's not. If, if an animal comes up and talks to you, it's not strange. Um, he then says, if you want to find help for Luna, we'll have to probably go find the market that's around here. Um, so, mechanically, you guys, um, this, this is how you guys can do this bit. It's not even that long, but um, there are four NPCs that we can theoretically control. So, uh, or you could like be the uh, escort or servant of one of the arcane boys an orator can um just change the way he looks so he comes over and he's like well i can also look in town since i can change how i look so mechanically do you guys want to be yourselves or do you want to just actually control the npcs as you search so like this town, they're they're used to having arcane elves, cause I well, cause I know this yeah. town is relatively close to the arcane. Empire. This is in the Arcanic Empire. Okay. You've been in the Arcanic Empire. Okay. Kiara, uh, in in all of her infinite wisdom, is curious and will just continually go ahead as if nothing has changed except for the lightning level. It's just bright from here, right? <laughs> it's just like wait, come back. You see him like sort of like blindly like. Reach out, go okay. get her. I, I'm, I'm just like kind of like. <laughs> Since Luna's is under a lot of stress, and if that sounds interesting, I'm just gonna play her. Okay, all right. So here's to yourself. All right. Okay. So, so yeah, it's like you guys want to come anyway. Okay, and so he says. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's. Um, who wants to go with me? I'll go with you. You're the smart one. And Latter it. Latter it. Yeah. <laughs> and Canaris and Nartage um, also say also shift and are like, okay, who wants to who wants to come with us? I I Winnie and Nay okay. and trot on over. 
Okay, so... Who are you carrying? I don't know who's on my back. It's Luna would have been on your back, actually. Yeah, but yeah, you can say it was Luna. Yeah, that makes sense. So you would probably, like, hop off if you're going yeah. with his... I, um, just kind of saunter up to Ner- to Narte and uh, Canaris and just, like, kind of, like... I don't know how comfortable it is for like horses, but like kind of like kneel so then they can get on easier. Okay. Um, so yeah, they'll, they'll hop on. Yeah. I think Narte would be like the first to get on and be like, all right, sure, I can, I can do this. <laughs> and then Canaris would be like, uh, sure, let's go. I can ride a green horse with a dude. This is fine. So I will, I will say, um, I'm not exactly green, I'm a white horse, but like my mane has a lot of like, kind of like moss, just like kind of, okay. kind of like through it. Okay. Ah, uh, yes, you look like the pale horse. The pale horse. Okay. Or at least like that's how I've like always and the last horseman rode played Verde, just like imagine in my head that like a lot of my animals just kind of have a lot of like green and like just like but it's all like natural vegetation and moss just like throughout their fur or hair. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. So you yeah. like have decorative moss. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Alright, so fanciful fairy creature is beautiful. Yeah, you guys, so um Siliana and Order are uh, like, well we'll just um uh, we will What would she do? Shall we secure lodging? While we're here. Well, I do have a contact here. Um, it might be a bit awkward for Erevan, though. As you see Erevan just sort of like look at her in his fox form like, what is it now? <laughs> well, um... He was to be married to Yurina under the guise of us rescuing him. And she's also my contact here, and she lives here, and we could theoretically just go to her um, and try to secure lodging there. And order is just like, yeah, sounds good to me. Is there anything that could possibly go wrong if we were your contact? Yeah. Do you think anything could go wrong? Pulls down her hood, like, it has like the black veins like creeping up her face. No, um, I think it's great. I I just think it might be a little bit awkward for Erevan, considering we rescued him to bring him to the same place. But, you know, I mean, it's not like he has much of a choice. It's just like, eh. I will go and tell her. Uh, well, I'll, um, as a DM, I, I have, I wrote a scene for you guys, so I want you to see that. So she'll, um, I will, um, I'll be here and then we can go to her estate, which, and she, she just points and you can see the estate. So the houses you see here are, it's like, so it's hilly here and it's like someone took like a knife to the hill, um, and then just like bricked up, bricked it up. So the, the, where they reside, they basically dig up, they're like hobbit holes, but, um, some of them are like hobbit holes and they have vegetation and like crops on top. And then some of them are taller than hobbit holes. 
So they like just kind of like sliced the front and then bricked it up. So they have the rest of the so, dwelling area. So is there in, kind of like a scar like through the, um, uh, I guess like the land. through the land? Yeah, yeah kind of. Um, like you can see, you're on the well, outskirts. Guess, you're on the outskirts. Yeah. So there, it looks like at one point they did clear out the trees and um, they Either these hills were, either these small hills were here naturally, or they built them, and so you can see like dwelling places because there's a door. So you assume that people like live. It's like a, it's like a hill and a door, um, and you can see someone like farming on top of their their house. And then, um, in the distance, you can see where the hills get taller because it actually is going into the mountain itself. They just kind of like cut the side of the mountain like straight down and then took that excess off and then bricked it up. So you can see these, for those instances, they usually have a front door and then actually some windows that glisten with this blue shimmer to them. And so. All right, so you guys are gonna go with the arcane boys. They, they're visibly miserable. <laughs> It's midday, the town is largely desolate, the dusty road is vacant, and you can see that the mountain and hills in the area have been carved into, like, taking a knife to a cake, and, and the... I, I try to shield some of the arcane boys with my mane as I whip my Put hair. hair back and forth. Yeah, I whip my hair back and forth and try to, like, drape it over them. Probably not very successful because I don't have hands. So okay, okay, so... <laughs> This is for like funsies. I guess that would be a dex or an animal handling check because you're an animal. You're handling yourself. Yeah. Okay. I'm all. My. Oh, I, okay. I guess I'll be using my animal handling. Yeah. Because it, it's like you adjusting to the body of an animal. I mean, that's not too bad. A 16. Oh, okay. So it um, you kind of like flip your mane around and Narcy's like, what are you doing? And then finally it just kind of goes and it like just there's like just the, there's enough like damp, dampness to it with from the moth that it like sticks to him and he's like oh that that's actually a little better and he's just like that's actually a little better and and I try to do the same with with Canaris in the back, but with my tail, but probably not. Yeah, you just out. wind up like slapping him, and he's yeah. just like, Ellie, I'm, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> the, um, the tops of these hills are rounded and have grass and shrubs growing on top. You can see little chimneys poking out from the top of these buried wow. houses. It's, very, it's kind of adorable. The, um, additionally, as you get closer to the mountain itself, there are um, the houses are taller in scale. Um, and some of the houses have timber, some of them have, um, like, I say brick, but I, I mean, like, clay bricks, because, mm -hmm. um, they're using the material in the land in the immediate area. <clears throat> you can see some, um, dwellers, de denizens of this place, um, that are outside, outside. You can see a half-orc and a tiefling. Um, and a Catalan, which are the cat people, and they're just doing their jobs. Like, one's a farmer, another one's carving out some wood. Um, 
The town is in the shadow of the mountain and at the zenith of a hill at the far end of town, you can see a splendid house carved into the mountains, much larger and fancier than the others. You can reasonably assume that that's who um, Salyan was talking about. All right, so I th the um, make invest... Now your job is to try to find... A, someone who can help Luna. So what do you guys want to do? You can ask around, you can just search. Um, I, I'm gonna... Luna's uh, really nervous to, like, do anything because, like, drawing attention to a werewolf bite mm -hmm. like, sounds like a bad idea. Like, okay. people just yeah. know that, like, oh, you have a, oh, somebody here's been bit by a werewolf? Like, well, they're gonna turn into a werewolf and attack all of us. Let's make them go away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, um, with the arcane boys, um, I'm gonna try to be as persuasive as possible. I'm gonna shift back to my normal self, and I'm just gonna try to ask people. I was like, "Do you guys know anything how to cure werewolf bites? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> <We're>... <laughs> okay. Who? Who are you asking? <laughs> um. I mean, I'm just asking around town. There's not very. See, there's not very many people out. That's all. Oh, okay. Um, like on surface level, like you literally just see the three people I talked about. Because oh, okay. A, it's not a big town, and B, most of the people who live here are arcane elves, and they live underground. Yeah. I... So you <laughs> can ask the half work, the Catalian, or the um the tiefling. I'll ask the half orc where the nearest apothecary is. Okay. Um, Me in my shrouded getup, looking kind of like a, a, a walking uh, cape. I'm gonna talk to the the, the Italian, but we'll let. Um, okay. Okay. So you. We'll go with you first. Yeah. So. Whoever's left, I guess. Okay. Okay. So, you go, Serena. Uh, you go to the tiefling, right? Uh, half work. Half work. Okay. Sorry. A lot of things at once. So he's. Uh, he he's um, cutting some some stuff for some wood, and um, he has um, an assistant there that's uh, probably like his son or something. Mm -hmm. uh, and he looks up and he says, oh, "Don't see many of you around here." Is this nah? Probably not. <laughs> not probably not. Uh, but um, follow that. Have you seen a, or do you know where you're, uh, where's your closest apothecary, if I might ask? If you have one, you have one, right? I'm a little lost. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm a little lost. Uh, he, he eyes you, and, uh, did you take, uh, one of the arcane boys with you, or did you just wander off? I probably was following up behind Ellie and the arcane boys at some point, and then I got distracted by, like, ooh, wood carving. Carving. <laughs> and uh, he, he, he looks at you and eyes you and um, you can tell like he's suspicious because you're out of the ordinary. So make a persuasion check at disadvantage. <laughs> if he thinks that Kiara is out of the ordinary, he needs the rest of us. He's very <laughs> I'm out of the ordinary for a good reason. <laughs> And she's just like pulling her hood like this, like doesn't look suspicious at all. That is a 
It's probably great. Yay! You see him, and I'm like. See when he's just like, look, uh, I don't want any trouble. Your drow aren't supposed to be here, so uh, I, I suggest you to move along. And, uh, yeah, I just sort of, like, she probably, like, leaned over the fence, but I was like, a little too close, she's like, right, all right, I'm gonna, uh, thank you, have a good day, and on to the next. Next. Okay, Ellie, you wanted to talk to the Catalan, right? Yeah. Right, okay, so she's on top of her house, um, like, oh. attending to a garden that's on top of her hill. Mm-hmm. Um, she's sort of like withered and old, um, she has like a jaguar mm-hmm. spotting, and um, because you approached with the arcane boys, she um, looks at the, the, the lot of you and she says, well, uh, what can I do for you? Um, excuse me, we, we have a friend that got bit by a werewolf. Oh, I know her mouth. <laughs> I do I do it any time? Um, do a... Let's do contested dex checks, I guess. Okay. Yeah. How fast could Ellie run her? Oh, I'm not very dexy at all. How fast could Lewis stop it? I got 18. Oh, yeah, no, I got a, I got a 7. So we got a friend that got bit by a... Narcotics is just like, ah, well, you see, we have a friend who... Um, we're in need of a doctor or an apothecary. Our friend got... Um, not bit, but it's a really embarrassing rash. So we're, we don't really want to talk about it. Um, as soon as you take your mouth off, I just go rabies. <laughs> not bit by a rabies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's just um, have, we'll have you guys roll. Um, just straight roll. All of us. Um, I mean, I don't think I was very persuasive at all, so I don't know if I would be rolling at all. Um, well, Narcha did the talking, I just don't... Do you want him... Do you want to roll for him, or... Uh, I want yeah. to take rolls for you? Okay. Yeah, we can roll for him. Yeah, roll for him, and I'll add his modifier. Okay. Can I add my modifier? No? Okay. Um... Alright, what'd you get? Oof, not good at all. I got a four. <laughs> Even with his plus five of persuasion, it's a nine. <laughs> and so this, this cat nice. lady, you see her tail sort of twitch. And she she looks at you guys and she's like, look, we... You, you're strangers in this town. Oh, and I don't want any trouble. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, ask someone else. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna try to say, pretty please, we're new. We just need some help finding our way. But I'm saying this with my speech of the woods, so I'm saying this in cat. 
like cat cat or Italian cat? Like cat like cat. <laughs> so I don't know if she'll understand me at all. Are you just literally yelling at this poor lady? Yes! Yes! <laughs> I've never seen a Catalan before! <laughs> The desperation of your words, your true, your impulsive words. It's just, just like, young lady, are you meowing at me? Uh, do you, do you see me going up to, to, to elves and acting like a monkey? I've never been so insulted. Get, get out of here! And she like and takes she, her, and her like hoe oh, and starts I'm like. Sorry. <laughs> I thought everybody speaks cat. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> I cross my arms and I'm like. <laughs> so the team's yeah. been watching this and. Yeah, I like cross my arms and I'm just like, this town is so weird. Yeah, so. <laughs> now it's up to Kim. Oh, Farius was technically with Luna because Luna was there. So I'll just say Canaris went with um, Kayanthi. And you guys are now going to talk to the tiefling. Tiefling, yes. Tell me more about the Tiefling. Who do they look like? What do they have to do? Um, let me see. I did write stuff for the Tiefling. Uh, so she's she's older, like past middle age, sort of this leathery face, like she's worked in the sun like her whole life. Um, she's got a set of horns that come out from the forehead and slant backwards. Um, she's... Oh, okay. She's also just farming um, and working on her, but she has like little planters, and you can see that she has this herb garden and some peppers, and uh, so, yes. This is 100% trivial, but if um, tieflings are resistant to fire damage, would they age slower as far as sun exposure? Huh, that's an interesting thought. Um, Spent a lot of time damage. Like, would sun damage be radiant damage, or would it be fire, fire damage? That's something to ask the community. I don't know yet. We'll take a book later. So, so you, you see her, she's busy doing her thing. Canaris whispers to you, do you, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to talk to her? Do you want, do you want me to take the lead? Uh, I'll go ahead and try to talk to her. And you, um,
Yeah, and Canaris, because you asked in the back of my, he comes over and he says, yeah, um, she's, we're with the Dalila clan, we've been trying to get back to the capital, we could really use some supplies. And she says, oh, okay, so Candy, you can make a persuasion check with advantage. Yeah. One's the natural one, can I just keep it? Yeah. 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 With advantage. And I had a plus four in persuasion, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay, nice. so she, she says, oh, how lovely. Oh, the Deliva clan. Deliva clan has served many, many good causes. Um, I would love to serve, help the, the boys exit my country, um, the empire. And then she directs you to, there's an underground market. And then she says, you know, if you go to the center of town and take a left or whatever, you'll find the, like, tunnel that goes down into the market. So you have, now now you have directions to the market. Yay. Yay. We found the market. Yay. Yay. Happy. Thank you so much for your help. We really appreciate it. All the best to your movie garden. It's wonderful. Thank you. And you have a nice day. You guys regroup soon after that. Alright, so important thing. Cat people can't speak cat. Um, Just... So we found someone who can help me? Uh, yes, we found directions in order to get off again. Okay, could they help with my magic? Can I summon the eclipse of everyone? Offer, but she's just like, oh, yeah, not much left on my end either. Well, really she's not matched, not at liberty to discuss. Well, maybe <laughs> if the apothecary can cure whatever is happening to you, maybe it'll reconnect you with your god. You're not sure. Sure. Maybe they'll let it serve her neighborness or something like that. Anyway, so like, uh, it's just like held onto her shattered photo, just like the whole time. Yeah. Just, like, kind of it's just ash in your palm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you guys go to you follow the directions and find the you find the sign for the um, what should I call it? The market. You know, it's uh, mm-hmm. it's. An altered form of Undercommon. Um, and so those who, like, can read Undercommon, you can get, like, the gist of it. Um, it just translates a little, like, differently. It's sort of, like, Portuguese and Spanish. Or, like, um, like U.S. English and Louisiana English. I don't... I, I can't... I don't know the difference between that. I mean, it's... I would compare it to... Portuguese and Spanish, or Quebecui French and France French. Yeah. Because they're, uh, they have, like, they share the same roots, but they've evolved so differently that um, you can understand each other sometimes, but not so much other times. So, anyway. We are annoying under common, most of the time is like, huh. <laughs> yeah, it, like, would translate to, like, place of people who meet or something like that. It's just like, they should be there. They should be. That uh, sure is a sign. Yeah, you you go down the, the steps, and um, the arcane boys are taking the lead. They finally like Kiara. You two now you're in underground where it's not as bright and it's just sort of dimly lit by gas lanterns, like oil lamps, and you're just like, oh, finally! And 
The three of them look markably better. Kira is like, um, isn't able to take the veil away from her eyes, so she's like, oh, thank god. But then the minute she, like, got the cowl over her, she's like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, wait, uh, I still have this turban on. Hmm. Alright. I'm just gonna keep going like this. At least I can see. Yeah, you see, um, the shops are open, people are active, you see lots of jewelers, jewelers, clothiers, various things, and, um, Kunaris kind of glances around and he says, you know, I think, I think there's a sign that says doctor, and Narte also says, oh, wait, there's, there's also an apothecary, what do you guys want to do? Maybe the doctor piece. If we have just stuff to work with, then like maybe we can split up. Yeah, let's split up exactly. We can have. What about that song about ever splitting the doctor? I've never heard that song before. (laughs) Uh, I think it'll be. Nothing wrong with getting more information, so Uh, doctor to get checked up and. uh... Luna, do you know where you'd prefer to go? I think I'd rather go to the doctor. Let's go there first, and then. If nothing else, they can tell me where, what to get at the apothecary. Ellie, would you like to go with her? Yeah, sure. All right, then. And then Kiara and I, and him, and whoever, we can go check out the apothecary and see if there's anything that's, like, I don't know. Are any of the arcade boys coming with us? They'll ask which, where you, where do you, who do you want to come with you, Luna? Who do you want with you, the doctor? Again, Farius, because he's, like, the smart one and he'll know what's going on if, as far as, like, medical language. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, and um, I guess the other two will go with you too. All right, so what do you guys want to do first? Do you want to do the apothecary first or the doctor first? Let's do the apothecary first, I guess. Okay, sure, sure. We'll do the apothecary. We're under the impression that if they get run out of town, they at least want some herbs just in case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Chinaris and Narte, yeah, they're, they're going with you. Chinaris and Narte accompany Kiara and Kayanthi to the apothecary. Ah, so you, you go into the shop inside, you just see a short male with curly brown hair, and he's an arcane elf. Uh, he has a little tuft atop his head of. Um, so he has, like, shorn sides and then a little, like, strip of hair in the middle. Um, pale gold eyes, a little bit on the heavier side, like, he, he enjoys his meals. And his vest is a little, vest is a little too short for him. He has several plants under a set of, um, glowing globular lights that, um, and he's currently, like, grinding a powder in a mortar and pestle, and he looks up and says, Oh, can I help you? So Kathy's gonna open her mouth and then she's gonna quickly turn away and like lead into her bed and be like, I don't know where we're supposed to go. Excuse me, good sir. Um, we ran afoul of some uh, bandits of some sort and we were wondering if you had any herbs or remedy cures for uh, wounds, uh, minor healing, and also uh, anything for wolf bites. Suspicious wolf bites, perhaps? They had us a little worried. Don't worry, we're fine. We just want to do this the next time. I don't want to do this the next time. 
okay. He's a little he's a little suspicious. She's like, uh, well, of course I have plenty of you know poultices and powders for for wounds. And he pulls out like some uh, essentially the potions maybe pulls out these bags um, and inside he he opens them up and inside there's this little powder and he explains that you you take these and they they, they're essentially like reskinned healing potions Mm. so he says yes this one is um, a mixture of powdered herbs and if you Take it, you can regain 2d4 plus 2 hit points, whatever that means. <laughs> yeah. It's at the modest price to f- price of 50 gold pieces. 5 zero? Yeah, 5 zero. Great. Okay. But nothing for. Uh... And so, but nothing for uh, wolf problems, yeah? Uh, let me see. Cure disease evolution. So, like, for like some reason, I didn't think about this. <laughs> Not everyone has wolves, man. Um, <laughs> so, like, how this would translate would be like a potion of cure disease. Don't um, show me this again. Uh, so, he, he says, well, I have something that would be um, good for an akin to rabies, if you think that is the, the case in mind. What what does this wound look like? It's having an ugly time healing. Mm. And um, not, uh, like it's like it won't close properly no matter what we uh, clean it with. And it seems to be affecting um, the skin around it. Duskier. Mm, nice, nice. Alright. Well, he, he goes around to his his desk and he like pulls some drawers and he produces this vial and he, and he kind of motions for you to come closer. This is... I'm going to level with you. I believe your friend has likely been bitten by a werewolf. And I'll want that in my town. We already have a problem with the local werewolf gang. Don't want more. So, I'll keep this quiet. What problem do you have? Well, lycanthropy and the, the such. It's not... The Arcanic Empire is very open to different lifestyles. So lycanthropy is not exactly illegal, but it is very annoying. Especially when they come uh, fighting visitors and then they come across your town, yeah? Yes, exactly. We have uh, we have this uh, mercenary group called Kendra's Beasts. It just rolls his eyes. I mean, they're affected, but they're brutes, and I don't want them in this town. You don't want to owe them. I don't want to owe them. I don't want... Regardless, he, he pushes the potion forward and says, this will not cure your friend. But you could potentially help whoever it is. So his potion um, 
This potion will give her an additional d6 on her saves. Um, so it will help her control her impulses. Okay. And, uh, For how long? It's... Um, like the next save, 24 hours. The next um, save. So what you would do is um, it has like... I'll say it has four uses. And uh, you can, whenever you need to make a save, you can just like take it. Mm. So, hmm. how much is it? How much does it cost? In fifty gold. Fifty gold. Okay. All right. Uh, so the cost you can spend right away. Yeah. Kiara looks into her her uh, her pouch and um, looks at Kiara and thinks like, oh, I've got eleven in the pouch. That's all I have. I'd like to hold on to but uh, I do want you to keep the food as well. Okay, so Kiara will go into her bags and uh, let's see. So I I have enough to cover the whole thing. I don't know if I'm gonna spend anything soon. Yeah, you, you you look to the arcade boys and they're like, we literally lost all of our gold in the submarine. Of course, of course. Uh, so Campy is just going to go ahead and pull out 50 gold from her pouch. And she's going to go ahead and place it without, you know, she's going to place it humbly on top of the, the counter. Okay, so she usually like, modestly uh, push it over and uh, he, you see him take them and he places them on like this scale. This is, yes, this is, this is 50. And then he takes the potion, bags it, hands it to you. Pleasure doing business. Thank um, you so much. We appreciate this. And uh, no okay. offense, but uh, get out of here. <laughs> right on it. Thank you. Hmm. Okay, so now we're at the doctor. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I gotta She's, um, please. You, you push open the door. She's a young, fresh-faced, you know, probably just came out of med school. She's got medical books lining the walls, instruments placed in neat stacks, and neat little... She looks around. She has this, um, like, crop of short hair uh, currently behind a boiling pot um, as she's probably, like... Oh, she's actually, like, cleaning bandages. That's what I had her doing. Ah, oh, welcome. I am Thea Demos. Do you have an appointment? I don't remember having any new faces. No, it's an emergency. Oh, well, um, what can I do? I don't, what's wrong? I don't know what to do about this. Like, is there somewhere to sit? Yes, of course. And then she, she pulls this curtain back and says, please. Okay. So then, like, she just kind of partially disrobes to get off this part. And I feel like the black veins are kind of like, spread up further on her face and, like, kind of going back over her hips. It's going down her arm, more like going across her chest. So, Dr. Demos looks at you and says, like, uh, What happened? It got bit a few hours ago. Uh, hours, okay. Uh, and then she's. By an ex, so it makes it worse. Oh, yeah, it was my ex boyfriend. She got really bitter about me talking five years ago. <laughs> Uh, sorry, right. Bitterness makes the disease grow. Physical and emotional pain. Um, well, have you 
What have you tried? Have you tried? It looks like she, some healing magic was attempted. What happened? It, I, it was undone. Oh my! And uh, she goes, and uh, she. Uh, you see her pull out some books and look through it, and then she compares it, and she says, "Hmm." And she, she, you see her sort of leg level with herself. Hmm. Did you run into Kendra? Oh, the beast queen. Yes, as she likes to call herself. So expert. <laughs> <laughs> well, she does have a reputation, and it seems like one of her pups got you. Because as a doctor, I cannot help you very much. Best I can do is give you a um, a poultice of herbs that um, it's untested, and I don't know if it will work. I've been working on it to try to help um, other uh, people in your situation to deal with their situation. Um, anyway, so you can take this poultice. And it can, it's basically a potent trend, tranquilizer. Oh. Um, so in this case, you can potentially um, just shut down the transformation, but you could also potentially make it worse. So it's like it could go either way? Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Because it's an untested it. thing, so. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's better than nothing. I guess. Like, do, do you know anything else around the town? Like, I don't know, like magic or rituals or anything that to, that could like well what's happening? We're not very well equipped to deal with this, which is why I've been trying to make a treatment for it. Honestly, um, you won't find very many clerics or paladins in the Arcanic Empire. We tend not to make very many. Yes. And then Ferris is like, yeah, we're a bunch of atheists, so... Your best bet would be to try to find maybe one of the Golden Hawks. Golden Hawks? Yes, they're um, a sister guild to the um, Silver Ravens. Yes, the Silver Ravens. Sister Guild of Silver Ravens, they, um, they specialize in dealing with, um, lycanthropes. I, um, the last I heard is that perhaps there was some, well, I, I know that they were started by two human men. I, I mean, this is just hearsay, so you, you might want to try the Leicester Kingdom. Um, I've, uh, that's all I know. But if you want this poultice, it's 50 gold. Okay. Oh, she'll hand it over. Okay. All right, so she, she, she takes gold and hands you the poultice. I, I know it's not, I, I really wish you the best. It's a, uh, Difficult situation you're in, and uh, well, staying here will not not help you. You're 
again, the the capital might be more equipped. They have better. I mean, the mages there could probably help you. Um, but um, I do know that the Golden Hawks have their guild hall in uh, the, the Leicester Kingdom. So, I mean, you could try to go to Binkotu and get a teleporter to Gundrick, maybe? Uh, the designs were just like red. Like, you know that, like, have you ever been in a situation where like, you know you're gonna cry, but like, you're in a social situation, you're like, I can't cry, I can't cry, I can't, I can't cry. cry. <laughs> I can't cry, so with this emotional distress. Would we know where the Leicester Kingdom is? Yep, one is from it. Yeah. Okay, Luna, you, under all this stress, Feel the curse in acting, and you must sniff all the butts. I just like drop to the ground. It's like, so like, I, I think I go up to Ellie first because I think she's closest. Yeah. Yeah. This fair, this instinct to just smell things that are familiar to you, um, and, and as dogs do, you sniff the butt. And then I just like run my face yeah. into her hand after. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, um, are, are you okay? And I like no. kind of like swirl around, like kind of rotate away, like away from you because I'm like, um, what are you? <laughs> and Ferris just kind of like tries to move you back up. <laughs> Do you? I sniff his butt too. <laughs> you like as you're bent over, you just like lean over and. Behind him, and he's just like, I don't know if I should be flattered or not. <laughs> and the doctor says, Oh my, I mean, this is worse than I thought. Uh, she just, this is a lot worse. This is worse than I thought. Um, she she notices the like cape getting disarrayed, and she just says, Oh, you don't have any clothes, you poor dear. And she she goes over, and you see her just pull out these, um, these are just, uh, they're basically scrubs. <laughs> I, these are just, you know, I please take these. Oh, she like kind of starts to put them on, but then they feel itchy. And she's like, no, I can't, no. Okay, well, perhaps okay. after you've calmed down, we want to wear clothing. Um, Tranquilizer! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I actually have a set of extra clothes as a, as a guild artisan, but I also have an extra pair of, as a guild artisan, but I also have an extra pair of hide on the one that uh, I initially Yeah. I could try it, but like she just kind of looks at it and she's like, I know I'm going to be sweating under it and start chafing and then it's just going to be so uncomfortable. I don't know how. <laughs> um, so at, at this point, um, we'll say that the other two, the, the other four come in because they knew where the doctor's office was and they finished their stuff. So. Did you guys find anything? So Kansas took and pulled up the, the she bought, the, the shirt that 
So I want some tips just to help. I had some perspectives to help you with the, anything that may come up to help you resist. She's currently like. <laughs> <laughs> she my butt? Uh, yeah, she's like currently on the ground again. <laughs> she's on the ground, but she's oh, like, she wants oh, all the, the smell of the thing, but she's also in sensory overload and she's just like, what's going on? Yeah, she's just kind of like, yeah. She said, no. But she's gonna be holding the thing. She's just like, wait, no. Wait, wait. Kirana looks at you, Kathy, like you're nuts or blind. And she proceeds to look at Luna and be like, she has a cloak. And she sort of wants to make a move to sort of grab the cloak and sort of burrito her so that she can no longer have any mobility. She has a burrito potato sack. <laughs> okay, okay, strength, strength check. Contestant, okay. just go for it. Are you resisting? <laughs> uh, she probably would once she noticed. She's like, she'll be like a cat. She'll be like a Okay, yeah, resist her. Okay, we'll see how this goes. A 17. 13. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Kiara's a buff chick. She wrestles you and then, like, kind of swaddles you like a babe, throws it over her shoulder. Wriggling her hands around. She's like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. It's okay. You can suck my butt. And, like, Kiara just, like, she's like, she looks. Like, she's like deliberately yeah, drops the ash in her hand from the her totem and she's like, ah! no, no. <laughs> yeah. Real pumps. Distraught. Yeah. Kicking is screaming. The doctor is just like, well, um, I've done what I can. I... Do you, do you, I... Uh, you see her like look nervously. She's like, the look on her face is, please go away. Oh. But she's too polite to say it. Should we, should we go back to Celia? Uh, a question. Uh, Kira, sorry, is like, oh, oh, we should leave. Oh, but first. Um, anyone who knows anything about nature here? Ellie? I raised my hand. <laughs> and she's gonna look at you and she's like, oh, nature and werewolves, perhaps? I put my hand down. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you crying? She's like, oh, thank you for playing. That's <laughs> <laughs> your shoulder. Thank you. The doctor, she says, well, for a limited town, it's, um, mm. we're not very big. Um, I told your companions that the Arcane capital would probably be the best place to try. Yeah. But um, we're just the mining town. We've been, I mean, I just, I'm the first doctor that's been here. And I don't specialize in curses. That's, uh, Fair enough. Thank you for your time. She nods. Yeah. And like, as we're walking, I'm like, well, we do, we did find a lead. The doctor told us about, <laughs> told us about the golden cocks. That, that they're in the Leicester Kingdom. They might know how to deal with the whole like throat curse. Whatever is happening. So have I heard of the Golden Hawks? Or Make a history check. Okay. History 
Is my hometown part of Not 20. It's like part of me. Okay, so I'm sorry. What was the question, Ellie? Oh, I was going to ask if my hometown is part of the Leicester Metro. It is. Yeah. All right, so you know that they're an organization of mercenaries-type people who specialize in hunting large prey and weredors, which is a word I made up. Weredors, yeah. It's Old English for man and animal. Where is for man, and Dior is for... Um, Dior, sorry. Where Dior's. Dior is for animal, so it's human-animal. Where Dior's. Because Lancanthrope really just... Lancanthrope is Greek. And that just means werewolf. And then werewolf is old English. Um, so it, anyway, I made a word up because I'm, I'm just that type of person. <laughs> Where they are is. Uh, legend says the founder of the Golden Hawks was, um, was, it was founded by two human brothers. They were followers of Imorali, who's the Lady of Light, popular, popular goddess amongst the dwarves. That's one and um, humans to some extent. One of the brothers became cursed, became cursed, and the other had to kill him with like a golden arrow um, that he just had. I haven't figured out why yet, but he had one. Um, the living brother was so distraught that he dedicated his life to trying to lift the curse that afflicted his brother so that he, so that other people wouldn't have to go through the pain of killing their loved ones. With his passion, he gathered a following and established a guild that are called the Golden Hawks. They have a sister guild called sister guild called the Civil Ravens. You're not sure how they became sister guilds, though. Hmm. So, that's what you know. So it's not that everybody's bad. Yeah. Maybe we should try the Golden Hawks. Unless you like to wait time to go back around and stab it in the back, yeah? What about that, Luna? Just like take out some frustration on him. She says, like, shaking her legs. You want to find him? Who am I fighting? And it'd be, like, robust synergy out into the world. Who am I fighting? Nothing dear, I was kidding. Nothing dear, only jazz. Would this be a good time for us to go ahead and see if we should rest with Celiana's contact? So, yeah, do you want to go meet up with Celiana again? Yeah. I was trying to do that in character. Yeah. So, unless you guys have anything else you want to roleplay. Are you just going to carry me out like that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll catch up with you guys. You guys don't mind. I'm going to do a little bit of shopping. It's going to be very cool. Ellie, you sure, Ellie? Please. I'll, I'll, Kenaris walks over to Ellie and says, yeah, I'll, I'll go with her. I'll make sure she's okay. No, okay. Don't worry, I'll be back. I'm not going to go out of trouble. I always do. Okay, now I'm just thinking of like, what is it when you leave for work and your dog is all sad? Luna <laughs> <laughs> just waiting at the door. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll make this really quick, but what I want to do, I don't know if it would be possible, but I want to look for any type of like exotic wood for for wood carving. Sure. Um, make an investigation check. Okay. Can I have Canaris help me out? Sure. Yeah. I mean, he's coming with you. You can keep an eye out, too. Okay. Okay. Nope. There. Just 16. Um. Small town. Well, let's see. Okay. Yeah. You. 
you find um, it takes you a little while because you have to like go from like a carpenter to another carpenter to like a wood to like a furniture maker and um, he has some excess wood that he's willing to sell that he you know wood that he had imported for the antique furniture um, so um, what, what kind of wood are you looking for? I'm looking for something that would be perfect for carving into um, a druidic symbol or a holy symbol. Okay, um, rowan wood. It's not exactly a rowan. I know. I know that rowan wood is actually used in druidic practices. We'll say it's it's. Um, we'll say it's like a, a type of a breed of rowan wood that's exotic. Um, and then he asks for like my gold. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I pay. Okay. So, oh yeah, sure. He um, kind of cuts off. I the... look at the wood. I sniff the wood. I ask. I talk to my staff. I'm going to talk to the wood and see if it's if it's good wood. By talking to my staff, I'm talking to my spirit. Um. They yeah. They like the wood. They think it's nice. Um, okay. Thanks. Third of the wood. Yeah. Looking at his little girl talking to a stick. Talking to a stick and talking to a wood. Yeah, like the the furniture maker looks at Canaris and Canaris just says, don't worry about her. Alright, so I have rowan wood? Is that the type of wood? Yeah, you have an exotic breed of rowan wood. Alright. Alright. That's all I want to do. Okay. You guys reconvene on the outskirts of town with Celiana in order. Um, you see that Aravan has shifted back to his half-hill form. Um, he he looks like irritated, but um, deal, like quietly dealing with it. Um, and then Celiana says, "We we have informed Aravan on what's going on." And um, now he knows. Now he knows that you guys were Trina's friends, and you um, rescued him at the behest of her, basically. And um, now you're going to uh, Lady Urena Ventario. Um, now that um, <laughs> to regroup, so. We'll just say that you guys um, mount up on the horses, order changes the way he looks, silly on pulls her cloak up, and you guys um, ride up to the, the back of the, the town. All right. The manor. Let me see if I have another. Put it on the next one. Uh, okay. So, you guys. The manor you see on the hilltop is surrounded by pine trees and hosts a garden in front of it. There's a fountain with a magic glyph on it, um, and you can gather that it's the probably like what like pumps the water through. Um, the stonework is elegantly carved. It's, um, I love the exterior, the, um, 
you see at the this front of the building is like what I described before, where it's just like like just took a knife to a cake and um, bricked up the side, but it's like really fancy like masonry, and um, you can tell that there's somebody pointing behind who lives here. Um, the windows are long and tall; they have that same tinted blue quality to them. And um, you, there's this porch and a little like um, that's supported by pillars. And uh, you go, at, you see at the foot of the porch, there's like this little pressure plate that um, you're not sure what's for. And Celiana um, dismounts and she says, Oh, Jeremy, would you take care of the horses? There appears to be a stable over there. And he's just like, you're not going to leave me, right? Just, no. I just, yeah, yeah, I'll take care of the horses. Kind of like, you see him like side-eyeing her like an annoyed person, and then he like takes the horses. And so Liana's just like, <laughs> it's a moment of Orger's just, he's very sensitive to being alone. It's hard to explain. Like, he's, it's, it's very, the, I, the thought of me leaving him fight. Just like kick on her door. <laughs> just like, and he starts just putting the horses in and he comes back out and he's like, oh. Hey. Hello. Um, sorry. <laughs> you seem like you want to be by yourself in the horses. I'm going to check them. Oh, uh, no, I mean, I, it's, uh, he. It's like a, it's like, you can tell it's like a sore spot for him to talk about. It's just like, oh, yeah, I just, um, I, uh, kind of like, you see him wrestle with himself, and he says, I just have this compulsive need to be around people all the time because I feel like I'm surrounded by that solitary confinement because he's been a little grown. Anyways, it's oh yeah. So he he's like yeah, like I guess it's because after Grandpa, you know, kicked me out, I was alone for a long time um, because you know Grandpa influenced everyone in our town, so no one would talk to me and. Uh, so it's just, I just, I just have a hard time, you know, like dealing with like being alone. It, it makes me really nervous. Um, and uh, like, that's, that's like part of why I wanted to kidnap you is because I just wanted to go home so I wouldn't be alone. 
Um, that made Vax really upset, and it made life happen. I'm not, I was surprised and she had dated me for that long. And every word or It's a little too like really grand for this tender moment. It's a very grand attention for a kid. Wow, wow, wow. And that's a very kind of like the other pro. The other attachments. I'm just going to pause it. I'll pause it for a second. So he. You um, you put your you put your like arm around him like. No, I just hold his arm like that. Oh, okay. I'm not going to do this. 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 I'm not going to do Thanks. Um, you know, you see him like process this this experience with you, and then he like moves his head back down, like, um, like it's both like you have a tender moment, but like you're not used to each other, so it felt awkward. Um, yeah, but like he, he, he does. You get the sense that like he does appreciate it. He's just not like sure how we want how to accept and reciprocate. Like, I mean, same She's like, I'm just gonna try and be nice and like do that. Yeah. So he, you see, clears throughout. He says, "Where'd you go?" I mean, you turned out way better than me. Because I, I mean, I just kind of. Wandered around the countryside drunk for a long time. Started a lot of bar fights. Raised a little more. Finish. Gabby, oh, I was gonna throw. I was wandering for a short time and I found someone that went to. Well, you know how when you tried to contact me exactly, and this might be the one who's getting that up to Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, you tried to say that thing, I am. I believe the phrase is teacher, but. <laughs> He's like, whoa, hold up, hold up. I mean, you have that again, come on. I mean, I think I'm too much, but I know that's pretty wrong. I mean, you do pack a pretty big punch. And you see him, like, punch your arm, and he's just like, oh, we're gonna have a meeting. He's like, you and me, rematch sometime. Oh, no, I don't know if you need to do that. I don't know if I was standing up and getting 
<laughs> it's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's really a laughing thing to try and do. You know, to like cover your mouth. Being happy. Whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and so, he's like, oh no, I have to tell you, like, I found the place called Moonbound Monastery. He just started talking about the games, the bad novels, the fellow young monastery, and some training. Yeah, your grumpy dwarf friend, your hate a couple other people. Yeah. Wait, Ricky, it's a grumpy dwarf? No, she has two. She's more than one monk friend. Hold on. Dramatically, that friend is completely Yeah. So there's a little bit of work in the monastery. Okay. Be like to me. Yeah. Um, you guys have a um, jovial jeering, as siblings do. Um, so now we're back at the front of the manor. Are you still carrying me? Um, I have gauged that you, like, so once the Kaothi ran off with her brother, she sort of just sat there, she's like, well, I was really tired. If you could calm down now. Just like, heavy exhale. <laughs> right now, you're just really hungry. I'm really hungry. Do you have food where we're going? Oh, yes, they certainly have food. Have food. Have food in the back Unloads you. Yeah, yeah. Let me uh, see. Mm. Well, um, and so you, you see Saliana about to like go and knock on the door, and then Narte comes up and he's like, Well, maybe I should talk to her. And Saliana looks at him like, I know her as a well-established businesswoman. What is your connection to her? And Narte's just like, um, I mean, she's kind of my ex-fiance. How many ex-fiances does she have? I just have one! So oh, her. Like, she has Aravan, oh, Narte. Yeah. <laughs> it's a running, it's a, I mean, they run away from her. Carol <laughs> But if all of you put your minds together, all three of you might be able to convince her. <laughs> Ervin actually laughs. And so Saliana's just like, and you want to talk to her. It's just like, okay, you should, your logic is sound. Yes, I am. So she um, goes to knock on the door and then you guys see this beautiful like pony come up it's pony. yes it has this glossy black mane it approaches the group it has um this gorgeous like dark brown coat and it, it comes around the corner at this like trot and you it opens its mouth and out come out words and in common in an accented common uh Sonia, why are you here and she looks at the, um, the pony looks at the, the group again. She looks at the group. I'm gonna adjust this thing. And, um, she says, oh, well, we both are getting inside. And then you see the pony go up to the, the porch and the hoof, like, clumps down on the, the pressure plate and the doors open. And inside you can see that it has this, uh, like, stone floor and a high vaulted ceiling with a, this um she's a horse girl. she's actually 
She's a horse girl. She's an actual horse girl. Actual horse girl. The uh, the stairs go oh, up into different wings, and then on each side there are two other ones, and then she she goes over to another door and like opens another one with the pressure plate, and it opens to like in a parlor room with um, plush, fancy couches and, and some landscape paintings. So it's, it's fancy, it's nice, and so you see her glow this like sort of um, burnt yellow color, like ochre. Um, and that's like her magic color. She comes out and she takes on the form of a arcane elf woman. She has soft round features, long sleek black hair that's swept into a loose bun, amber eyes. Um, she's she's really pretty, like, but um, you can tell that she's someone who like also works out, um, just like physically a lot, so she's like a little thicker, um, and she has this loose blouse with some trousers and high riding boots on. And, um, she just uh, picks up this, this, like, wine bottle and pours herself a big old, um, glass of wine and, like, f- like plops down on the chase lounges. They're not couches, they're chase lounges, sorry. The fainting couches, as um, they're also called, because that's archaic style. We don't have couches; they just ones and chairs. Um, she she just plops on her her uh, furniture and says, "Well, come in. I don't have all day." They just come in. Mm-hmm. I look through. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> and um, come in all day. Well, I suppose introductions are in order then, everyone. This is Lady Irina Ventario. Lady Irina, I'm sure you are aware that this is Ervan. Meliamne. And then she, like, just takes us a drink from her glass. She says, yeah, I thought he was supposed to go away. You're not doing your job. (laughs) Why did you bring him here? Well, we had a change of plans. And I hope we might impose upon you this night to, um, for, for rooms. She kind of like looks around and she's just like, "Yeah, sure. We're your friends. <laughs> Begin your introductions." I, I guess uh, at this time would I have caught up with everybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You and um, you would have caught up with everyone after Kante in order. Okay. So everyone's there. Okay, so I'll be there. Carol, uh, speak first, like, so she's just very warmly. Carol, like, just very. My name. There it is. Yeah. Um, I'm Paul Andrew. I don't know. I guess I, like, curtsy kind of awkwardly because I don't know. Don't you? I'm not from high society. I don't know what people do. It's just I just do it and look around expectantly, making sure I'm doing the right thing. Hi, I'm Luna Arnold. All right, I'm Luna. Okay. I'm working on the as usual, doing the. Um, yep. Working on the playlist. Play. 
weird. It does weird things. Anyway, um, the arcane boys approach and they, all three of them bow, and Kanaris talks first. He says, "My name is Kanaris Gluba, Night Hand, Fairy's Wraith, our Inquisitor." And um, Nartesh um, approaches and bows and he says, "I believe we've we've met." Mcturlius um, Aquilin, son of Grand Duke Aquilin of the Violet Dukedom and agent of the Night Hands. Marina mm-hmm. blinks at him, and she's like, "Do I know you?" <laughs> he's like, "You were, you see, like you were engaged." Yeah, and she's like visibly ruffled. He's like, "We were engaged," and she's like, "Oh." She like takes another sip from her gla- wine glass. Well, as you can see, I'm really thrown up over it. Her gay guy must have gone off as soon as he walked in. It's just like, yeah, we have been engaged. Really thrown up over it. And then she's just like, well, you're the most interesting thing that's happened in a long time. So, my house, your house. Just don't puke on the carpet. You mean puking up on the carpet later? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys want food? Yes. Okay. Please. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, and I just please. So um, she, yeah, you guys go. You guys just go. The she has a dining room that can fit everyone at it. It's a long table. Uh, you guys are served a lot of, a lot of meats. It's uh-huh. like largely amount. It's largely meats. Luna's just going at it. Yeah. Like, um, she normally has like okay table manners, but like oh, can't eat enough. Yeah, yeah, just bottomless pit stomach. Yeah, um, and the um, you you can kind of like uh, make just make. Now nah, well, all the I just want to throw this out there as a fact. Throw check, but um, looking at the foods. Um, you notice that there's like literally like one vegetable dish, <laughs> just one, and it's purposeful. <laughs> there's there are those. They do have the the placing like garnishes things, and then there's like um, one one side of like greens and then one side of potatoes. But it's like you're you're used to a a palette of mix more of a mix but this has like way more meat than like usual but Peter would be protesting with that meat yeah i i um. take the much the sh- <laughs> 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 i feel like luna's like kind of moved her hair to kind of like go over this side of the face but like i feel like it's like a snapping sort of thing that she's wearing that's like the cloak uh-huh. Well, at least that's what it looks like because it has sleeves. It looks like it has sleeves, but like as she's reaching forward, it's like the black veins are kind of coming down her arm. It's getting kind of obvious. Well, um, we'll see how Urena does because she's getting drunk. <laughs> 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 Let's see her. 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 We can do like, do you like notice and like hide it away or? I feel like it's, it'd take her a while to notice because she's eating. Okay, she's eating. All right. Um, 
I'll say right now she hasn't noticed. Okay. She's just in in the bottle. <laughs> um, you, Maria, do you know of any fast ways of travel to get to the Leicester Kingdom? She just like she just points to Celiana. She's like, you know what you're talking. She's like, you know Celiana is a sorceress, right? Oh, I, I mean, I guess that's true. Yes. I'm not sure if the words work. Sorceress. Commonly, I, I... The reason I said wizard was because in my brain it made sense to tell you wizard because that's what you would, like, assume she was, so I just, like, confirmed your assumption. Yeah. I feel like that's what, like, Luna would think, though, like, maybe you know two wizards, at least? Yeah. Pretty well, and then, like, she's seen similar, similar magic, so she's probably just, like, assumed, okay, she's a wizard. She seems smart. Um, Friends in the family. Uh, okay, so I, I turned to Celia, you have... Well, I can take you to Gundrick. Oh. I teleported you before. Yeah, right. I have my own personal teleportation circle, so I'll, I can. I was going to take it in the morning after I've regained some of my magic abilities. I thought like you were just like not connecting dots right now, so you're just like, why are we going to Gundrick? I haven't established very good connections in the Leicester Kingdom. A lot of bad blood between humans and elves, I'm sure you can imagine. Yeah, okay. But, um... I think Kira's gonna make an exception check, because first she's eating, looks at Ellie, uh, sticking to the one vegetable pot, says that thinks about it, looks around. I think she's gonna just like start putting the synapses are all starting to go off and I wanna know if she's uh, feeling a little like why is this? Is this just the cuisine here or am I missing something? So make a perception check. Yeah, make a perception check. Okay. Okay, that's good. You notice you're looking at their canines. You're noticing their long canines. Make make an investigation check to piece it together. Oh boy. Well, that is wait, wait, what was it? A check? Investigation. Investigation. Okay, well that's like definitely yeah, you've definitely noticed this. Like they're they're 15? Okay, yeah, so you can you can gather that this is what they're used to eating. Um, and this is generally what they do eat. Um, you think back to, like, watching the Arcane Boys and, like, they've, to get their own food, they've hunted. And they predominantly eat meat. So Fox you is actually really like fruit. What? Fox is actually really like fruit. Um, they, yeah, other times when they eat, in their animal form, they'll eat fruit or, um, but in their, like, elven humanoid form, they predominantly eat meat. Um, Occasionally you see them eat, like, something else, but it's, like, you can reasonably assume that their diet is predominantly carnivorous. So, yeah, they just biologically eat more meat. Because they're, yeah. they're carnivores. She was starting to just put weird things together because she's looking at Luna going at it. She's just like, oh. <laughs> Do I have to be worried? Can I sleep tonight? And so she's just sitting there like, oh. I want that one French guy. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> um, the arcade elves also like don't move a lot. Yeah. Because predators don't move a lot. Well, then he's like fidgeting over here. Like, yeah, like they, they don't move a lot. I purposely had them not move a lot. Not that them moving a lot you'd actually notice. But anyway, they don't. They're, it also. It, <laughs> mushroom diet. Yeah, you're just, Like, as a drow, you would have mushroom and like. Probably like bugs or like crabs from. Or like whatever you had down there, like everything you had, you'd had lizard, you'd had crab, you'd had you know whatever meat was down there. Um, and um, so we'll say like you guys get your meals, and um, you guys are you guys have the choice of going to uh, of sharing your own room or uh, having your own separate rooms, and then you guys can sleep. Um. Yeah, right. No one wants to share a room with me, so. I mean, we can have a room that's close to yours, in case there's any trouble or anything. I'm okay with that. Like, she's, like, thinking that she can try to get into the dudescape and talk to her mom to see if she can figure something out there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good luck to her. Um... Alright, yeah, so you guys, um, you guys go to your rooms, there's, um, some of you have to share, like, with one person, um, because she doesn't have, like, a huge amount of extra rooms for, like, ten people. It's like, the arcane boys can, like, reasonably share a room, um, you know, like, like, bundling up on couches and, like, various, and Narte actually, like, um, you see them, like, just head out to town, because they're like, we need to blow some steam, we need to get out, like, we've been on the road a long time, and, um, make a, if anyone cares, you can make a perception check for, um, when, um, you see, like, Narte go and approach the arena and, like, whisper something to her, but, um, if none of you care, you won't know. Okay. I'm curious. Okay. Okay. Oh, <laughs> dang. So, like, curious, curious. I got big Um, so, you know, Order is also hanging around, too. He, um, he found the wine. Uh, it's hard to keep old habits. But, um, you, you listen to Narja kind of come over to Yurina and he's like, so, uh... I don't suppose there's like a gay strip bar here, and she's like, "Are you an idiot?" No. Do you have much respect? Are you an idiot? Of course. Obviously. Obviously. But there's totally an underground scene that you should check out. And then she like gives him this like some directions. She's just like, "Also, here's the password to the drug lord." He thinks he's sneaky. He's not. And he's like, cool. So they um, go to. Um, Wait, Norte. Norte and Farias uh, are going to uh, have a wild night. Um, okay. <laughs> and Orador was is also just there. Sorry, that was confusing. He's also just in the room. Yeah, he's also just there. So, um, 
he, yeah. So you guys can go to your your rooms and um, take a night. Okay. At night time, I want to try to do something. Okay. What do you want to do? Um, I'm gonna go to Keontae's room. Ooh. I'm gonna sneak in and be like. Oh, she's trancing. Come to the door after hearing a little thump with a mouse. That's me at the door, I guess. I'm gonna, and I'm just gonna be like, Keonti, do you wanna have some fun? No? Come on. And I grab her hand, and I'm like, where's, where's Order's room? Order, um... Oh, great night! Yeah! <laughs> You, the last you saw him, he was in the like, he was on one of the balconies, and so like, um, you can find uh, him just like he he's not in a like room per se, but like he's just like out on the like uh, there's like a back balcony that's on the floor. I guess it would be like a deck, um, and he's just sort of like. Um, Wolf. Yeah, he's he's drunk. He's Sorry. passed out. He's passed he's, out. He's already passed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh it's been and I mean it's been several hours. Oh, okay. So, oh my gosh. Okay. So, oh my, Michael, do you want to find order's room or do you want to find order? We're gonna find order. Cause guess what All we're right, doing? We're we're, we're doing. Keanu, you and me, we're doing some pranks. <laughs> yeah, so I, I like have you like by the hand, and I'm just like, shh, we're gonna be sneaky. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? For what reason? For what reason, And then like I just whisper, we're gonna do pranks. Oh, hold on. Hand in her head and she's not running it out. She is not. Okay. Well, hold on. Is that what you're asking for? 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 Is Oh, I might know it. Hang on. You might. Oh, yeah. Uh, 19. I guess I would hear. 
You know, they're like, they, so, um, Fae, Fae history, you gather from, like, Ellie's, um, implication that she means to, uh, embarrass order in some way. Um, Music. Music. <laughs> Here we go. I should have Oh, my boat. Oh, sorry. Uh, Repeat, single, one. Woo! Okay. Yeah, I'll be sneaking, you know, like, well, Shereen said that she did a lot of pranks with her siblings, so I thought it would be appropriate for you and Order. And, like, now we're, like, tiptoeing and sneaking into his room. Okay, uh, make stealth check. Do we get an advantage because he's drunk or Um he's gonna he's gonna get disadvantage. Um because he's drunk. Did really well. I rolled an 18 and a 19. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, like his, um, <laughs> No, you can find uh, the store on the west, and then you can also get to the pharmacy. Yeah, like he. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's we gotta talk about the universe now. <laughs> I'm the sharpest tack in the tool shed. <laughs> yeah, staples. Well, I I rolled high, but not that high. I rolled a fifteen. Oh, I, I, I'm gonna roll something too. I guess. Yeah, okay, roll, roll. roll stealth. Roll stealth. Oh, okay, yeah. So I made it in no matter what. Um. I thought she was down here. It's under it's under dexterity, isn't it? Yeah, should be under yeah. dex. The under still is. Well, anyway, I was a 19 plus 4. Oh. Um, let me see. 19 plus 4 is 24. 23. 23. Um, 18 plus 5, 23. You guys matched. So uh, you guys are like tiptoeing around, but like he's like. Ugh. I hope my friend. Hello? He does have dark vision. He looks around. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like. He, he, like, 
rolls over on them like the chase lounge and kind of like grabs a pillow and whatever. Okay. Alright, Cameron, you go. Yeah. Planet. <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently, I don't know what you do. Yeah, you could be like, I just did a lot. I don't know what's going on. Oh, Alright. Cool. Yeah. Hey, Alfie, this is what you do. My spirit friends told me about this trick. So we're right next to him. It's, it's called a wet willy. <laughs> you take your finger, and then I. I lick it and then I put it up in the air. And then like I, I I point towards his his ears as I'm going. <laughs> okay, makes contested checks. Contested dex checks. <laughs> yeah, as a neat freak, yeah, she would be. Yeah. <laughs> she would be oh, we don't cross this bread. Yeah, all of my dex checks today have been pretty bad. They both roll once, they both accidentally just like tip the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I rolled a number that's a high number. It was a 23. I got a 7. Yeah, I caught it. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> grab it. I grabbed the hand and tell it, pull her back to her. You know, he's like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. It's a wet feeling. Beneath you. <laughs> Order is kind of like. <laughs> well, I guess the ball trick is out. <laughs> <laughs> is that the one where you like trap the water in the bowl upside down? Yeah. Oh, no, if we put like their hand in the water. In the oh. water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, yeah, I do have my druid hat. She actually missed that for me, but. I mean, you can, you can give him a good spook. If, if if I did any pranks in my family, it was just spooking each other. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't think I was really doing any pranks that people liked after the fact. I don't know what I mean, pickles or no? Was it the thistle? You could uh, hide by the side of the bed and then get a string, a piece of webbing across their face until they actually slap themselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait. And then you hide until they come back yeah. out of it. Wait, wait, I, I, I got an idea. I was like, okay, okay. You don't want to do the wet willy. I got an idea. I, I look for like some furniture for us to hide behind. I'm just like, I just like point over there. And I'm just like, all right, let's go over there. And okay. I grab my, with my your staff. Yeah, there's a chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's like right. a big armchair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're like hiding behind an armchair. And I take my staff and I whisper to it as I cast Druid Cap and just a small little vine just kind of like grows out. <laughs> and then I just, I kind of, throw it and it just like kind of goes across his face and then it just kind of drags across and okay. just kind of like tickles him a little bit. Make 
guess you would have to make some sort of like dex check. Do 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 a slide do a slide of hand check because this is like really intricate. You have to like flick it right. Come on. All right. Fourteen. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It. You. You. You like. Flick your wrist and kind of like <laughs> angle it, and then it's like right, like at his like under his nose. <laughs> and you, you are you trying to like get him to like? Yeah, I'm trying to just have him just go. Okay, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, yeah. So you you like just kind of like tickle his nose, and you see him raise his hand. You go. Yeah, <sighs> I guess you can do that for his buying, and then I give it to Keanti. Is this a good thing? Yeah, you know, I didn't take it. Come on, come on, try. Okay, so now we're just gonna be like, uh, I guess you're just gonna try and like slide it across the face. Okay, dude, you do a slide of hand check. I'm doing a slide. Oh, that's gonna be great. Um. I will play my four hands four thing. I'm Okay, so you, <laughs> you you fling it over and then order like shifts and you sleep to the other side and his face is like actually lower now. Um it's it's on like his shoulder now. So you have to like pull back to try to like flick it off again. Wait, wait, I wait before you pull it back. I got an idea. I can help you out. And I like hold my staff and I go. And I use food craft this and make a puff of wind to okay. push the string over his nose or wherever. Um, okay. <laughs> make a nature check, I guess. Uh, it's unfortunate that he's bald because he could just do the cruel thing and tie his hair very nice. <laughs> Okay, so this can land on his face however you want with the 23. Okay, um, I guess we'll do it like right underneath the nose. Okay, like a little mustache, a little vine mustache there. And um, Tibble's nose, and he goes. <laughs> <laughs> He, he kind of like, you see him like get up, you're just like, huh? Yeah, and we got, because he sat on the vine on his face. It's like in his, he sat up, and so now it's like in his lap. And um, we'll see if he like notices anyone's glory. Why is he so good? He's so good at this. He Why like. He like grabs the he, he like feels the the vine in his hand, and then um, this like sly look that's on his face, and he like wraps his hand around it, and then just pulls the 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 vine. <laughs> All right, so I guess he pulls me in. Well, uh, I think I'm gonna move here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll be you. Okay. I mean, if you want to let go of it, you don't have to do that. Do what's funny. 
I mean, you could, you could let go. Yeah, like. Okay, yeah, we'll do contested strength to see what happens. He has angry drunk strength. He's just gonna be insane. He's got drunk wisdom. He's a master of the drunken fist. That's what he is. Oh, there we go. Order actually has really good stats. But he's not strong. Um, okay. Oh, okay. It, <laughs> so, um, he tries to pull it, and like you manage to keep it hot in your hand, and he's just like, "What is happening?" <laughs> and he, um, he's <laughs> so like, he's what is happening? And he gets up, and then he follows the the. The vine to where it goes behind the chair. Yeah, so he's no. coming. What do you guys do? Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. Do do some stealth checks. <laughs> stealth checks. Uh, do stealth checks at disadvantage because he knows something's up. Okay. Okay. Wow. Really good stealth at disadvantage. All right, I rolled two fifteen. I think I'm good. I I rolled a I rolled a seventeen and an eighteen. So oh, I got okay. um, a nineteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're fine. He rolled like a seven, and so like he gets up, and then like you see, like he tries to put his foot down, but then he like. His foot goes on the wine bottle and he kind of like fumbles onto the ground. He's just like, he's fine, but he's just embarrassed. He's just like, what? <clears throat> all right, yeah, I um, I turn to Kelly. I'm like, all right, it's time to flee. <laughs> and like, as we're as we're leaving, I like whisper into the room and go, pranks. <laughs> Nope, he didn't, sorry. <laughs> he just like, just, he gets up and then goes behind the couch and finds a vine there with nothing attached to it and is like, what? And he picks up the bottle and, and looks at it and he's like, what is in this? <laughs> and then he goes back to just to snoozing on the couch. Okay. <clears throat> Does anyone else want to do a roleplay thing? Um, I do have my thing that I want to do with the fruitscape, but... Okay, okay. Um, Kiara, did you want to do something? Yes. Alright, yeah, we'll do you first. Um, Kiara probably is having a hard time sleeping because the person she's above ground, so, like, her attendant is the so it's nice, but it's just too bright, so... It's comfortable, it's not uncomfortable, but it's com- but it's not comfortable enough somehow, and she just sort of just sits awake in her room for a minute, and just, I imagine that Trow have this ability, since they're all connected with the spirit track, there is a sense of, like, there's something there. 
probably sits there and like ponders if she can feel anything or like since she sort of broke that or maybe she's afraid of trying to feel it. So she's just sort of like sitting up upset and so she's like and when she can no longer like deal with it, she wants to uh, go out and put the stars because they're much more Tolerable. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's much more distracting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you sit in the darkness. It's it's a new type of darkness, something you're not used to, because like underground, everything's dark and so like you're used to it in a way. But like this is new because like you added a whole new element of like the um the grayscale has expanded like tenfold now and so she's just like it's just uncomfortable because it's jarring and she can't settle because it's so foreign um and as a drow like you you do feel this uh like tethered and it's stronger in the darkness um just like a it's a small thrumming presence of you know i'm i you get the it's something that you've grown used to as a drow like i'm still here and you are still mine um and some drow actually find comfort in that um you don't (laughs) um and it feels like more of a tether guilt yeah and um you go out to the stars and look out and um you see uh you there's a balcony so you can go out just to the balcony and just kind of hang out there and over to the the right there's another balcony and Celiana is out there and she looks over at you and says oh Good evening. Could you not sleep or trance? Um, couldn't sleep. Not yet. Good evening. What about you? Sorry, Twitchy. So she's like, she's leafing through um, a notebook that she has. She says, well, um, regardless of where I am, my business still goes on, and I still have the numbers to keep track of, and a whole pile of paperwork back home, and I will have to... She just closes the book, sighs, I didn't want to think about this right now. And then there's this moment where she... You can tell she wants to ask you something, but like she's kind of biding her time because you're strangers. And then um, she leans over her balcony and she asks, "So, you said you your name was Snanahold?" Briefly, yeah. Just as I mentioned it, briefly, yeah. Are you related to? Dara? Yeah. She like takes a moment as if she's like, what can this information work for? And so she's like, yeah. Do you 
And she kind of like, well, we'll see. Um, if, it, if it lapses into a silence, she's like, oh. Your mother. Sorry, yeah. Dara's your dad. Dara, sorry, just kidding. Dara's your dad. Um, Saev is your mom. Yeah. And Rian, Rian's your uncle. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Rian, uh, I guess I switched to my dad. It's your dad. Oh, okay. Oh. Which piques her interest. Do you, do you know what happened to him? I am. Um, I owe a great debt to your father. He helped me a long time ago, and I wanted to see where he was. Did he, did he go to another space? Well, as I'm sure you have gathered, Keonthe and I have a very uh, controlling grandfather. And there was such a time in which I tried to flee from him with a young lover of mine. Um, and your father did help us to escape to the south. Um, though through no fault of Dara, we were found out. My grandfather's just well-connected, and I was brought home kicking and screaming. Regardless, I would like to reconnect with Dara. Uh, truth be told, your guess is as good as mine. I haven't seen him in a long time. In fact, kind of why not here? Oh. Well, um... Although, truth be told, <laughs> when the fog gets us where to start. Well, um... He did help me to get to the southern continent. I... Do you believe he set up some sort of um, base of operations there? I am. Um, I know if uh, this was about fifteen years ago. I don't. I don't see any reason why he'd want to come back to the this continent um, of Ionir. Um, so I, if you want to find him, I would try there. Um, Sorry, I don't have any more information. I'll try to keep my contacts aware. But, um, I have a limited stretch when it comes to the South. The, the war between the Sun Elves and the Confederacy is waged on for a long time and made a mess of things. It's actually quite helpful. If I uh, find them, I'll definitely extend your thanks. Appreciate it. Should all remember. Should all remember. She, uh, do you see her study you? You have his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> she, she, she probably remembered that, and so she just be like, hey. Well, yeah. I'm sure he would. Be pleased to see you. He spoke of you briefly, you know, as, as business associates do, but uh, he was pleased with you. Did he ever, uh, did he ever talk to you about anything else? 
And like Kiara sort of gets really contemplative for a moment, like her eyes sort of like, like her brow like kind of hardens and she just sort of seems to be stealing herself for a moment and she just could give you any clues about what it's like to uh, believe nothing except for in what you're doing. And I think hope. He... He never directly said anything like that, but I could tell he had um, a conflict himself. You know, he, um, when he would speak of you, he'd lighten up. But there's um, a sadness to him. That's how. I can grasp. Do I think he, in his own way, felt that he had to do what was right to himself? And that's what I would gather from your father. Is that he? He's a complicated man, and uh, not everything is so black and white with him. Do I? Yes, it is. Like, Saliana is someone who is. <laughs> you see her face just like grow wide as you like go into this dark emotional hole. <laughs> and um, there's this look of panic as she like searches for like anything to say because like. She's. Comfort's not her forte. It's really not. She has this presence to her that's aloof and proud and like cold. Um, and so like with, you see a little bit of that facade breaking like with her family. Um, but when she's with you, she's very formal. And she um, relaxes as soon as you change the, the subject. And she says, uh, yes, she says, um, she names like a couple constellations. And then, um, well, I, I must retire. See you in the morning. <laughs> probably before she goes, like, Kiara's probably mentally calmed herself, and so she's like, before going, she wants to leave it on a slightly higher note because, you know, she's not well of her dad, so she doesn't want to, like, leave her with this foreboding <laughs> So she's like, it's all right, though. It's very brave. 
peace. They better start your seal in this sense. So I need a good purpose. Indeed, I. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I thought you were talking. That's all doing. Yes, I agree. He is a brave man. I, I had happiness for a time because of him. She turns in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. McKenna. Unless anyone else has anything else they want to do, because I want to end on McKenna's note. Okay. All right. McKenna, you, Luna, you, what are you doing? She is um, going to sleep and she's trying to get into the birdscape because she wants to talk. She's freaking out and she wants to talk to her mom and this is the only way she knows how to do that. Okay. Okay. Um, have me... Carter and also hope things like, okay, my thing crumbled, but that doesn't necessarily mean I'm not a druid. It's just so it's a hard time right now. Yeah, that. Just play that music for you. You're trying to concentrate and, and you're just tossing and turning from all the anxiety of everything else that's happening. You know, you've, you've lost this, you've lost that, you've, you've, you have a curse on you, you don't, you don't know which way to go or you don't know what this will mean to your family. And um, eventually you, you fall into like an uneasy sleep. Try to spread this thought out. The the deeper this sense of of just nothing coming back to you, there's no reply. Nothing comes back. It's not even like oh, this person just isn't asleep now. It's just nothing. Like like you were the avoid. Like you were the only person to to ever exist, and the only person who ever will exist. And you're crippled by this sense of just emptiness and the idea that you'll be forever alone. And uh, you 
you hear these voices call to you, Luna, Luna. You don't recognize them. Who are these people? She's going to, so now she's getting like kind of freaked out that there's like voices. So she's going to like actually call out to Malukia because now she's really upset. You call out to Malukia, expecting to hear her snide voice. And you're used to this sense of, of connection. And you reach into that, 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 that mindset that you try to reach for that thread of connection. And it's like it's slack. It's like nothing is there. The, the connection is not there. She's just like hyper, hyperventilating. It's like, I don't know if she's like screaming, she's angry, but I can't, I'm not allowed to swear on you. You think it automates you express your anger. Yeah. You, um, the, their footsteps are coming towards you. What do you do? Do you, do you run again? Well, yeah. Okay. You. Right now, she just has no solid information on the work, you know, what happened. So you run, you run, you run, and you come, you, um, you fall, like, like the ground beneath your feet just vanishes away, and then you fall, and you come to a place that's actually familiar. You see it's, it's your mother's greenhouse, and she's next to you, you see her tending her plants, and she's talking to you, and you see her going through her normal motions of she she sings to her plants and, and brings them gently into growth. And in front of you, there's this pot, and it's just this. It's your you know it's your pot. Yeah. And in the pot, there's just this sad, withered sprout. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just like, well, whatever, yeah, not a big deal. You look out, you see. Lionel and your dad are sparring and throwing, you know, and, and making fun of each other. Mm-hmm. And then Rolf and Estralja are, you know, tied at the hip like they usually are. And they're, they're jeering at, at um, Lionel, you know, because he's currently losing. Mm-hmm. And um, you see your cat Artie just dozing in the sun next to Dozer, the big family dog. Um you feel a sense of, of, of peace here. You as you you remember this is something home, home where you belong. And next to you, you feel a warm hand. It, it's Galak, and he whispers something to you, but you're not sure what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just happy. And then you hear it, the footsteps again, thump, thump, thump. Is it, thump. Are they like horses? Or... They sound strong. They sound powerful. Like they're coming after you. Um, but Luna's not sure who they who they are, and it, it kind of freaks her out. Um, and they're calling your name, Luna. Luna, come to us. <clears throat> it's sourceless, and it echoes in your mind, and you um, see something far off in like one of the glades of your family's land. And uh, there's something glinting over there, and it's just some, um, you know, you've been through the land a million times, but you've never seen something there, and, and you're sure you would have noticed it before, but you walk over and you can see this silver 
something. Maybe maybe it's a sword in the distant planet in the ground. And you feel like it's yours, but also not yours at the same time. Um, and then your vision grows fuzzy. Um, and you start feeling this, this, um, bad, bad feeling. You come back to the, you go back to the, the greenhouse, and then you realize something's wrong. The garden, it's, it's rotten, it's horrid, every, the place here has been plagued. All the plants are shriveled and dead, the grass is yellow and brown. Your family's gone. You you go to the greenhouse, certain that this is the origin of, of whatever this is, and, and you go to it and you see your pot, and this pot is the origin of, of this horrid plague. And you turn around and your parents are there and it's like, Luna, what have you done? You, you ruined everything. Mom, all you had to do was take care of this one plant. Mom, please help me. I was like, what was happening? The garden's ruined! And I'm sorry, I don't know what I did! And you look around and Lionel's just like, I knew you couldn't cut it. I knew you'd never be good enough. The lock grabs your hand and he's like, I knew it. You were a liar! You lied to me about about what you were! And Rolf and Estrella are just like looking at you in disgust. They're like, <laughs> and the world um, around you grows dark, and suddenly these these shadows emerge. These half-formed, misshapen wolves come from the shadows, snarling and growling. They charge after you. Mom, mom, help! Mom! She just they turn their back on you, and um, you flee. You flee into the woods. Running from these these beasts, you hear the, the voices in your head vaguely say, "Luna, Luna, reach out!" And uh, the clouds above you darken, and thunder rolls and echoes. Uh, hearts thundering in your chest. Um, you've you're slowing down. You can't outpace them. And then the beasts surround you. You cannot run. And the voices call again once more, Luna! Then the clouds above you form and lightning strikes the ground by you. It strikes actually you. And you feel this, this power surging through you, like it's searing you from the inside out, reforming what you used to be into something new. And then fire erupts out of you and all the beasts around you crumple into ash. Exhausted and defeated, you fall to your knees. And you look down, and there's a small daffodil amongst the ashes. The voices echo one more time. Luna, we're waiting. And that's your dream. So, um, do you want to end there, or do you want to end just, like, so confused, because she's like, she's like, what's going on? Because she knows about the daffodil, like, 
But um, like the wolf is like the main symbol of the family, but she does it. The daffodil is pretty heavily involved. Mm-hmm. There isn't like a lot of. Yeah. Do you think she'd stuff. like scream awake or something, or just wake up in a cold sweat? Like I think she. It's like she's. Hmm. Because like she's also angry at Malukia. She's like, I did everything you told me to do, and now you're just not here. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what's happening. And um, I think. Don't kill fairies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you mean yeah? You mean... <laughs> what did she say? So uh, I think Luna would call out yeah. because she. You mean. Ellie, you would hear Luna calling out in her sleep. Oh yeah, I'll run over. Luna, are you okay? And ever anyone else who you know, I mean, she probably was pretty loud calling out. So if the other two want to come to her, you can. Yeah, I'd definitely be trying to get a room that's like right next to Luna. I'll Yeah, so you. You guys come into the room. I left it up to the dice. I rolled a two. Apparently, Kara sleeps like a rock when she finally gets around to it. Yeah, she's conked out. She's just out. You know, the, so the two of you come into Luna's room. Luna, what do you look like? Uh, she looks like herself, but the marks as far as further and like this um like hair on her arms is actually starting to look like thicker like stiffer yeah she, she looks does she look visibly shaken and yes visibly oh. shaken hyperventilating yeah. in distress and uh stupid pepper but it's okay it was just a dream it's not just a dream. It's not it's not coming back. What's what's coming back? It's not coming back. I I I hug her and embrace her and I'm like, no, it's okay. We'll we'll figure this out. We'll, We'll get your powers back. Yeah. I do. That. Yeah. Do everything that I bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that would be in her vocabulary. She's in a doctor. She's Are you talking about the repeals? Yeah. Everything you told me to do, I did it. And it. For once in my life, I think I should protest. I can't push. How? She's she's not even holding her into the deal. She can't do this. I mean, maybe she doesn't supposed to do anything. Yes, she is. I mean, that was... Maybe, maybe you have a, a new thing. It's not what, it's not what matters. This is she, 
piano there. There's so many things that we just don't know. Things that can change. Things that could help us. I know that I thought the way that I used to live, I thought there would only be that one way to be. It was one I was going forever. But already my life has changed so much. But maybe this is a change that needs to be. You'll go on beyond this. Even when you think you can't, you'll go on. But I'm dangerous now. I can't come. Dangerous or just stronger? You tell me, Ivy. I'm pretty sure I attacked you. I don't remember well, but I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> Can you remember so smiled? I was proud of you. When you were You now have lived beyond that attack as well, and so can you, and so can the rest of us. You're not alone here. It's like learning a new weapon. You don't always know how to fire it or swing it. And every so often you might lose a finger, stab a hand, shoot a foot. Maybe yours, maybe someone else's. But you have to learn it. And if it's and if it's the druid craft that it has really hung up, I'm sure we can find you. You can find a different avenue to pull from. And if there's nothing to be done about your current condition, others have learned to live that way. I'm sure you'll find your way as well. Yeah. I don't want to join the gang of werewolves for me. I thought you and I were on, like, on good terms, too. Well, who said you were going to join them? Yeah, you're. Who said you are going to join them? You're stuck with us. <laughs> From what I can tell, I think you're stuck with us. No, I thought my family. I lied to them for years. Like, not this. Well, if they can't accept you for who you are, or... Well, I want them to, but they won't. What do you think we should do then? I don't know if we would have been accepting it. How could they? Would your family accept you? Touche. Turn to Kiara. What about yours? I don't perfectly know, but I hardly believe that that's up to me. It's not up to me. I have a family that would have gladly accepted if I simply just stayed. And the other half, I can. I'm sure if I found them, I'd be able to get full if I just asked. But right now, it's more of an issue of accepting myself. The battle of them trying to accept me is theirs to fight. You don't. It's the internal that's harder, in my experience. Don't let them decide for you. You just say, you're going to love me because I said so. I mean, if they're family, then yeah, they will accept you. Well, maybe not at first. 
no journey is easy. They might start off that maybe they do at the start, or it starts up hard, and it takes the time to either accept it, just like it would take you time to accept and control it, or carry it Maybe. Maybe. Are you afraid that they won't love you because you want them to love you, or because you're afraid that without their love, you're alone? Well, why would I want them to love me if it wasn't that it meant I wasn't alone? Isn't that what most love is? Or wanting someone to love you? Love is... hard. It's hard especially when you want something. Especially hard when you know you can't have something. Regardless of whether someone wants you or not, you love, you can love them as deeply as anything, but if you can't have it, then you still love it, but it's not there. But someone could love you as much as they can, but it could be a difference of belief difference of location, a difference of strength. There's lots of things that could disrupt it, but I hope that in all things love does endure in some small projects, whether it's in the faith of a fellow friend or in the steel of a fellow warrior or in the comfort of someone you hope. We're welcoming you back after a long journey. And nothing is, that's the thing, love isn't promised. But the hope is that maybe past everything, when they feel that you love them, and when they are able to get past whatever it is that's scares them, upsets them, disappoints them, maybe, maybe feeling that love for you will be enough. And if it takes them time, you're not alone. I mean, I think you have a, I think you have a few friends in this room who will still stand by your side, regardless of what they say, what they feel, or at least until they get their heads on straight and find out that you didn't do it on you didn't hurt them on purpose, you didn't change on purpose, and you didn't get bit on purpose, for God. You didn't get bit on purpose, and you didn't just misplace your true craft. And if they can't stop it all, and look past that, then maybe they have some growing to do. So it's all I have. Do you have us at least? Yeah, we're now going to have us. Okay. 
I'm just... I know I'm wearing some shorts. Okay. Do you guys hug it out? Oh yeah, we're gonna hug it out. We're gonna initiate, but Ellie, Ellie, you... Oh, of course I initiate. I've, like, been hugging her. <laughs> yeah, so you guys join the hug. Would you guys hug her? I don't wanna go over her. Alright. I'm kinda believing on her. Oh yeah. <laughs> Alright, yeah, you guys hug it out. And we'll end there. <laughs> Thanks for watching, guys. Hello, this is Tiffany, your DM. Thank you so much for listening to Dungeon Damsels. We really appreciate all your support. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. That really helps us out. And if you're interested, we also have a Patreon, as well as um, a podcast version of our show. You can find it on Spotify, TuneIn, Podcast, Podbay, Podbean, and pretty much where pod- anywhere where podcasts are. <laughs> Thank you again so much, and we hope to hear from you soon.